Okay. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do, do it. it. Do Welcome it. to Moody Brides. Hey. hey. I'm Rachel Rangel. I'm Rachel Riley. And here we are. Welcome to another episode of our, our pod. We're podding. We are doing our LDP, long distance podcast. We're fucking killing it, bruh. We are. Honestly, like I'm proud of us. And it'll be even better the more that we settle into our lives. Because Lord yeah. knows the last few months have been a fucking shit show for both of us for various reasons. And now as of Monday, I am moved into my house. So I have, I'm going to have like all my things tomorrow. And so that's cool. <laughs> that's super exciting. No more crouton futon. Oh, I don't even know what happened to it. I think Matt threw it in a dumpster. Didn't you guys just buy it? Why didn't you try to sell it? Because he's stupid. He's stupid. I mean, I love him and he's actually very intelligent, but he does stupid things like that. Like he was like, well, the cat ripped up the bottom of it. I was like, someone will still use it. Like, there are plenty of people who would still use that. I would have used that when I was broke. Like, I need a yeah. place to sit my ass. I croutons looking mighty fine. I gave a, when we got a new couch in Guam, it wasn't, it was new to us. It was used. Um, I gave away our super shoddy couch like it was uh bonded leather so it like started flaking and the oh, dogs sweet. yep yep yeah lots of dog hair that kind of stuff and someone was like i'll fucking come and get it i'm like this thing is atrocious what, what? are you doing yeah but I... they were like yeah we'll take it um so you guys i totally i, I bought i bought a an apartment or a, a couch in my like first apartment after i moved out of the roommate situation me and my ex bought a couch with my money. It was like 800 bucks and it was one of those microfiber fucking sectionals mm. that were everywhere 10 years ago. Bought that. Don't know what happened to that. Maybe he kept it. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. All I know is that Matt, when I first met him and he was living in like this weird like military frat apartment situation with like mm. three other dudes and like they didn't have furniture because they were only there for one school and so they yeah. went down to the dumpster of our apartment complex and found a couch so needless to say I never let any part of my body touch that couch uh, that never is... I literally sat on the floor of their apartment before I would touch that couch that's amazing that yeah. I don't know why I am just very satisfied to hear that. Good. Yeah. Well, you know, I didn't get fleas. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't remember how it happened, but I think Betty Grams. got bit by a flea. Like, I don't even remember where we were, but she got bit by a flea. And she was like, I'm going to get fleas. And I'm like, that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. You can't get fleas, but you can get bit by fleas. So, anyway, <laughs> fleas suck. Fuck fleas. Did I ever tell you about the time I had to pick a tick off Zach's ball sack? <clears throat> no, you didn't. But you know what? No better time than right now when we're recording <laughs> ourselves. Tell me all about it. So, um, when we were living in Guam, um, the we would take the dogs to the dog park and came back and uh, there were fucking ticks man the my dogs were just covered in ticks and uh, nice. we treated our yard um someone said it wasn't the dog park but literally like we never had a problem at our house because we treated the yard uh 
and we didn't really take them anywhere else. So anyways, um, yeah, so he uh, <laughs> was going to the bathroom and he goes, Rachel? <laughs> and I, uh, I was like, what? And he's like, I need you to come in here. And so I come into the bathroom and I was like, what's up? And he's like, there's a tick on my ball sack. And I'm like, excuse me. And I mean, this motherfucker was attached. Uh, so I had to, oh. I had to um, yeah, it was, it obviously hadn't been attached for very long, but uh, yeah. So like we had to bomb our house and everything. But so I go in there and I'm cracking, I'm laughing so hard. I'm fucking crying. And he's like, it's not fucking funny. And I'm like, actually, I beg to differ. This is hysterical. Yeah. Like I'm enjoying <laughs> this thoroughly. I don't know about you. Selfish. And so selfish. I, very selfish. Um, and so I had he had to lift his penis up and I had to like get face deep into his ball sack and with a pair of tweezers pick this fucking tick that was attached to his ball sack. It was uh, such a wonderful memory for me. It's a beautiful romantic moment that you can cherish forever. So romantic. There so are definitely romantic. times in like marriage or even just like long term relationships in general where like you it clicks in your mind the things you're willing to do for this person that yeah. would otherwise fucking disgust you like Matt got sick uh from drinking too much threw up all over our powder room <laughs> at the old house and he tried in his drunken stupor to clean up most of it but he fell asleep on the floor and the floor is um, a good place to sleep if you've had too much to drink, in my personal opinion. Or it's the nice shower, huh, Rachel? Or the shower. Oh, I feel attacked. Yeah. Or the well, shower. So at least you were clean. Yeah, it was super yeah. clean. Well, Matt wasn't clean. He fell asleep. Well, he thought he had cleaned up the puke. He did not clean up all the puke. So I went in there the next day and he's nursing like the world's worst hangover. Because he's in his late 30s now and he can't drink like he used to. No, and we cannot. I literally cleaned that toilet from head to toe. If toilets had heads and toes, they would be clean. And like used like a Q-tip to like make sure every fucking crevice was clean. Because vomit is like my bugaboo. Like I just can't. I, it's so great. And it was like in that moment, I was like, oh shit. I like really love him. Because like. There's not yeah. many people I would do this for other than my kids, obviously. And like when kids get sick, it's kind of like you can't blame them. But like a grown ass man who drank too much and made that much of a mess throwing up all over the bathroom and I still cleaned it up for him. Like, holy shit. Death love. I, ha I have another gross story if you want to hear it. I um, love gross stories, especially so, when I didn't have to live them. Yeah. So I um, <laughs> Guam, Guam was so we were in Guam for four years and uh man we were single and actually last night we were talking about it because I was like remember when we used to just like drink three bottles of wine and he's like not single we never used to do your parents you yeah before uh before we were parents I'm I sorry was like, girl you anyway. were single you was married as fuck <laughs> um but I was like remember when we were uh, living in Guam and we used to drink three bottles of wine and he was like no I don't ever remember that and I was he, I was like we used to sleep until like 11 noon and then we would get up and you know go get McDonald's or whatever uh, so anyways we were talking about that last night so Guam was like essentially a four-year honeymoon for us like it was just yes. a lot of fun so one night we had our company Christmas party and our boss got us a $500 bar tab at the uh so we were allowed, we had an open bar at the party. I bought a couple bottles of wine and then we had a $500 bar tab 
at the bar downstairs. Anyways, so long story short, got super drunk, super sick, and I threw up all shades of red wine into the bathroom trash can and slept in the bathtub. Big shock there. Anyways, I go downstairs, and I'm laying on the couch, and uh, my dog Hannah comes downstairs, and she's got her head hanging low. And I'm like, what did you do? Like, I may have still been drunk at this point. Um, And then I go upstairs, and she had eaten all of my wine vomit all of it it was so gross yeah super disgusting honestly though like that is fucking gross but that's still not the grossest thing that i've seen a dog eat like dogs are gross like they are gross they're not to be trusted like their mouths are Mm -hmm. filthy but you know they do say that their mouths are cleaner than our mouths which i think is i don't think that's true at all yeah either i heard that wrong or people are fucking gross Anyway, I'm glad that you've been keeping like a theme throughout your adult life where like you retreat to the bathtub when the alcohol overcomes you. Yeah, it's just really uh, it's just it's a good place. I mean, like you get really hot and you turn the shower on and then you um, can cool off. And if you get cold, if you get too cold, you just turn the hot water on. Oh, my God. You're and right. then- like temp- it is climate controlled. Climate controlled hangover cure. Yeah, but I mean specifically when we were in Pan or not Panama City. I'm uh, sorry. Um, where did we go? St. Augustine. When we went to St. Augustine, I remember Angie being specifically worried that you were going to close the drain and fill the bathtub up and drown. But we went in there and you were like, "I've got this," and yeah. you were like, "I'm not gonna drown. I know what the fuck I'm doing." Yolo. I- yeah, I actually uh, almost I fell asleep in the bathtub last night. I wasn't drinking. Wait, what? Um, I Wait, said I fell what? asleep in the bathtub. Oh, I fell asleep in the bathtub last night. Well, how did you do that if you weren't drinking? I was just in there and I was just super tired since I didn't sleep very much the night before from my fucking uh, sinus infection slash pink eye that I got going on right now. Yeah, you're like super hot right now. Yeah. And so um, I didn't sleep very well. Uh, so I just went in there and I turned the bath on and I was like, I'm going to shave my legs. And then I just got to relaxing. And then I woke myself up because I guess I twitched and I was like, whoa, <laughs> what just happened? Um, so, yeah, that's a thing that happened. So, yeah, let's talk about this fucking sinus infection slash, slash pink eye thing I got going on right now. Um. Nope. I went to get a notepad so I can write down things that we talk about so I know what to put in the description. Okay, that's smart. Uh, yeah, so uh, on Sunday, last last week, uh, when my mom left, I woke up and I had a really scratchy throat. And this, this whole sinus thing has been um, I, a marathon because I'm just like getting sicker and sicker and sicker, but not so sick that I can't function. So I had a scratchy throat. And then for a couple days and then the congestion started. And so, uh, on Sunday, Martha came over and we watched the football game and then she left and my eyes started itching and, uh, I thought that I had scratched it. So by the end of, um, by the end of the night, I was just scratching and scratching and scratching and scratching. And Zach was like, I think that, I think you probably scratched your eyeball. And he's like, either that or it's pink eye. And I was like, it's not pink eye. There's no way it's fucking pink eye. So, um, woke up, I fell asleep, 
two hours later, I woke up and my eye was crusted shut and I was coughing and I had my couldn't breathe because my nose was stuffy. <laughs> and I was just like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Could this get any worse? So then the next morning I woke up like I kept waking up and cleaning my eyeball off. <laughs> and then my eye, I think I, I, I think I, oh, it was so bad. I think I sent you guys a picture. And so my eye was swollen and crusted shut. I go show Zach and Zach's like, you need to fucking call the doctors right now. Right now. So I call and I'm like, I think my eye's infected. I need to get in to see the doctor. So I go in to see the doctor and the nurse is taking my blood pressure and she hasn't even like looked at my face yet. She's just sitting there and she's doing my thing. She's taking my vitals and whatnot. And then she goes, uh, what are you here for today? And then she looks up at me and goes, oh, I was like, that would be it. That's yeah. why. Here. Yeah. So then my, my doctor comes into the room. She's la she's laughing. She's like, what is going on with you? And I'm like, I don't normally come to the doctors like when I'm sick. Like, it's not something I do because I know there's nothing you guys can do except for maybe a Z pack or something. Um, but I said, I've progressively been getting sick. And then all of a sudden I woke up this morning and my eye was crusted shut. My husband said I needed to come in. Um, and so I got some eye drops and some cough medicine that's been great for clearing up, but I'm still like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> It just you're still fucking win. miserable. No, it's yeah. that time of the year, man. Everyone's like, yeah. pumpkins, fall, pumpkin spice latte. Not no, rocket. bitch. Fucking sinus infection season is what this sinus is. Sinus infection. Yeah, and I guess there's whooping cough going around the neighborhood right now, too. Oh, so. how nice is that? Oh, yeah, we're just lovely. Like a tidy little neighborhood. Yeah, so, so anyway, nice. that's, that's what's going on with me. You're just sick as fuck. Sick, I am. I am. Mm, something's ripping mm. something up in my garage. And if I had to take a guess, I'd say it was Duke. But you know what? We're potting. So that's a, that's a let's later make it, Rachel. Let's that's a future potting. Rachel problem. You, I was like, what do I have to do with it? But you are also Rachel. I knew that. Oh, yep. yeah, 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 yeah. Ra <laughs> Ra Rachel, not Rachel E. Rachel E. Rachel E. Rachel E. Oh, my God. Raquel. I fucking can't today. I so cannot. I, um,. I bought this sweet okay so first of all I'm kind of like low-key obsessed with Sam's Club right now and I know that I'm like 20 years behind here like I've known what Sam's Club is like I grew up mm -hmm. going to Costco with my parents on the weekends and buying like too much mustard or whatever the fuck you do at Costco and like I <laughs> <laughs> too many nuts <laughs> too many <laughs> I have a 12 pound bag of almond flour now um so I like I went to Sam's Club and I was like I'm gonna get a membership and now I'm just like yo, have you been to Sam's Club? And everyone's like, yeah, for the last fucking 25 years, where the fuck have you been? Anyway, they've got a book section and it's like random. What are you going to find? You don't know. I bought a book of life hacks and I just wanted to share a couple of those. And I'm going to flip through randomly and we're going to call this Life Hacks with Rachel. Ba -doop -boop. Ra Ra Rachel Rango. <laughs> oh, I was, I thought, I feel like you should have said Life Hacks with Rachel's. But Ra no, oh it's my god, thing. oh it's no, I'm a dick. No, it's no. okay. Life it's okay. No, I like it. Rituals. Uh, if you ever get kidnapped and they tie your hands together and put tape over your mouth, lick the tape. It will eventually fall off and you'll be able to yell for help. I feel like that needs to be tested out. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can totally try that anytime you want. I'll just slap some tape on your mouth. Some of these are a little uh, dumb. Okay. I like dumb ones. 
Yeah. Uh, oh, wait, this is interesting. The golden spending rule. If you can't afford two of it, you can't afford it. I would probably disagree because, well, no, I wouldn't disagree. Um, maybe we leave houses out of that or cars because, but maybe like anything that you're just going to buy with cash, which you should be buying everything with cash except cars and houses. Um, if you can't buy two of it, you can't afford it. How do you feel about that? I don't know how I feel about that. I feel personally attacked. <laughs> I feel attacked right now, Rachel. Uh, yeah, I, I'm fucking flabbergasted. Can you afford two banjos, Rachel? Because if you can't, you can't afford one banjo. You're like, well, then how the fuck did I get a banjo, bitch? <laughs> I mean, I could if we dipped into the savings. We actually, so it's funny you mentioned that. We just did a budget. Oof, budgets are fucking fun, said no one ever. Do not fucking like at all. And so then I saw this thing. Uh, it was on Facebook and it was uh, like a little meme and it said, husband, we need to start a budget and curb our spending and that kind of stuff. And then the bottom part just says unsubscribe. And that sums up how I feel about our budget. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking over this shit already. I mean, I yeah. I would say for us, the biggest problem for us is food spending too much on food oh Either, yeah whether it be going to the grocery store too many fucking times yep. not yep. planning meals and therefore yep. not knowing what I'm gonna buy and having to go to the grocery yep. store to pick up a couple of things coming home with more than I need and then just like also just eating out too much I mean moving is mm -hmm. an exception because you expect to eat out too much when you're in the process of moving it's fucking awful shit. Yeah. And it makes you feel bad. Like in like, so when we were in the process of coming to going to Idaho and then coming here, you know, we had to eat out a lot because um, we were traveling and it was fucking awful. Like the kids hated it because I try to cook and like you, I've been trying to uh, meal plan and stuff like that. I was Susie fucking homemaker this past week. The antidepressants yeah, are killing it. Hell yeah. Um, Bread yeah, for I days. Will never, oh, it's amazing. Um, I will never not brine a chicken ever again. Is it worth uh, it? Like to brine? Like oh my tastes, god! It tastes so, no better. So fucking worth it. I tender, juicy. Like so, I brined a whole chicken yesterday. The grocery store had chickens on sale for eighty-eight cents a pound, whole chickens. So I was like, I'm gonna go ahead and get two. So I got two because the limit was two. Spent ten dollars, <laughs> got two whole chickens. Uh, brined one of them uh, for like four hours yesterday. And then we smoked it for another four hours. Oh no, that does hours. sound fucking money. You know, something's a badass deal when they're like only two per household bitches. Yeah, pretty much. And I was kind of hoping to go back and get more because I'm going to start making my own chicken stock again. I made bread. I'm just fucking killing it. But the thing is I'm trying. So on top of that, like you said, not meal planning and stuff like that. I just go and buy a bunch of produce. And if I don't have a plan for it, it goes bad. Yes. Um, and, uh, so, uh, I threw away some stuff yesterday and I, avocados because they're ripe for like 30 fucking seconds before they yep. go bad. Yep. And so I threw away and it's so wasteful and I'm just like, it hurt me <laughs> to do that because I should have known better. Like I should be more responsible with that, but I'm not. No, so. I'm the same way. We end up throwing away produce, meat, you know, mm -hmm. anything. And that's like, that's definitely my goal for the next, the, the next, you know, from, from now on, honestly, for October on yeah. is to like stick to not so much a budget. I don't really budget grocery shopping. Um, but if I find that if I meal plan, I spend yep. less money. And then also there's this, um, blogger slash budgeting 
specialist that I follow on Instagram named Jordan Page. And she's like the really hot Mormon with like a million kids. But she somehow is like really hot and her (laughs) house is beautiful. And like she just she's fucking super mom. Anyway, she does this thing called shelf timber. And you limit yourself to $25 a week uh, grocery budget to basically supplement and only use what you have. So like you take an inventory of like every article of food in your fridge, pantry, whatever, and and freezer, and you try to make meals out of it for a month and you can only use $25 a month to supplement that for like paper products or like condiments or fresh fruit and veggies. And it's just like, she fucking does it somehow. And she has six kids and I have two and I can barely fucking manage. (laughs) I don't, um, I don't. Buy a lot of canned goods because I I'm not trying to say that I'm super mom not saying that in any capacity we all know I'm a giant fucking hot mess of a lady but the one thing I uh uh the one thing I try to do is make sure that um we don't eat a lot of canned stuff uh so usually everything like my staples are um like chicken broth uh and rice like those are my my pantry staples oh uh, i don't dude, have pasta do not care for rice like i'll eat it in certain circumstances but i can't just have like a side of fucking rice really no. I, I like fried rice i make fried rice uh and eggs like so i don't know anyways more life hacks tell me more, oh, life, you want more hacks. life hacks oh well on the yeah. subject of home-cooked meals it says people who eat at least five home-cooked meals a week are 47 percent more likely to live an extra decade so I think the I, life hack is, is just eat at home. Uh, does that like, so what if your kids are shaving life off of, off? does it like balance out? So I'm just yeah. going to die when I normally would? Y- yeah, yeah. I think you basically just okay. bought yourself back the time that you would have had if you didn't have twin toddlers to take care of. Because okay. you're definitely draining the life out okay. of you. But because you eat lots of vegetables, you'll live uh-huh. to be 75? Okay, I can dig that. I, I mean, I would prefer um, it if you lived longer, but we're going off averages, and also you could get eaten by a bear. I don't fucking know. I don't know your life. I don't presume to know what you're going to be doing with your life in your 70s. You might be hunting hunting bears. I am going to be in the nursing home pinching everyone's butts and complaining about Ooh. how loud everyone else is. Is it still sexual harassment if you're geriatric and pinching butts of other geriatrics and they're well I mean if they're consenting definitely not but like what if they're kind of like stop it and you do it anyway you're kind of harassy huh yeah maybe I won't do that then maybe I'll just be like you're being too loud you're being too loud Uh, no I'm not Uh, trying to discourage the butt pinching I'm very much in favor of consensual butt pinching and honestly like from what I know about you and how close we are like you would never non-consensually pinch the butt of another geriatric human being so I'm not worried about it but like you just gotta wonder you know a lot of elderly people grew up in a different time where you could just pinch butts and yep, there's probably a lot right. of butt pinching happening in nursing homes today. And maybe someone needs to look into that. We should. Did you ever read about that nursing home that had like a rampant case of chlamydia because all the old people were sleeping with one another? Yes. In fact, I read somewhere that like STDs are like pretty fucking high among elderly folk because they just you know, 
give yeah. zero fucks. And that's how we should be living our lives. Well, I mean, you zero say fuck that, fuck but like, you the know, most, there's a well, difference yeah. between like something that's treatable with an antibiotic and like fucking true. herpes. Yeah, that's Herps. true. Yeah. Little bumps. Hmm. Little itchy bumps. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. No, but that, that's true. Um, Speaking of old people boning, like, it's wild. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess we were, I guess we were on that subject. We are. Just when you put it, when you put it like that. You were talking about old people boning, right? They're getting chlamydia, they're boning. They're doing sexual I start, acts. I started, I started that conversation. You did. You opened this and you so know what? I'm going to just pour it out. You this isn't this even can. the most weird conversation that I've had this week. So that makes me happy that I'm not the weird. I mean, yeah. I feel like we do have a lot of weird conversations, but I know that you also, you know, have weird conversations on your own volition and I'm not jealous at all at all that yeah. you left me out whatever anyway it's fine Go old on. people boning I remember this was a long time ago I think I was in like high school um god that was a long time ago your girl's getting old and I remember my grandma got mad at my grandpa and this is after like 50 or almost 50 years of marriage at this point they were married for longer mm-hmm. than that before she passed away but she's like no more you know what for a week and I'm like okay wait whoa what the hold on Hold the fuck on. First of all, you guys are in your late 70s, nah, mid 70s back then, early 70s. I don't know. I'm like, first of all, go in. I'm shooketh right now. Yeah. I'm like, you guys are still having sex once a week. That's fucking baller. I know a lot of people our age who don't have sex once a week with their spouse. You know what? But they're just from a different generation, a better generation. Yeah. More boning. That's more fucking boning. That's crazy. Uh, next life hack, please. Oh, you want some more life hacks? Here we go. I do. I'm, I'm here for this. We have other stuff on the docket to talk about, um, but I'm, I'm digging this. Oh, yeah. This is a really fantastic book of life hacks, actually. Um, let one. me see here. Okay. Some of these are lame. Just give me a second. Just mm-hmm. Oh, Rachel, you'll really like it. Well, actually, this is more for me because you don't eat a bunch of pizza, but I do. Flip a pizza box around on your lap. So when opened, the lid covers your chest. You now have made yourself a pizza bib. Yes. I thought that was pretty useful information, but you don't seem impressed, so I'll just go fuck myself. Uh. <laughs> I'll just go fucking fuck myself. <laughs> oh, my God. I cannot well, today. Oh, you'll like this Can one, Rach. You'll not. like this one. Okay. If you want to make cheap vodka taste better, run it through a Brita filter. I've heard that before. What does it I do? No fucking clue. I should know this. Also, I wouldn't buy just cheap vodka. Personally. Yeah, I know you don't see you don't strike me as someone who would buy cheap vodka. You are a classy well, I broad. Am, I, I am going to buy some cheap vodka, but I want to make limoncello. And I also want to make uh, vanilla extract. I don't know. I'm telling you, these antidepressants, I feel like a whole new person, man. Do you feel anti-depressed? I feel anti-depressed. I'm so Fuck fucking yeah. happy and productive. Like, I'm doing things like, before, there were things I wanted to do, but I was just like, uh, I would just kind of put them on the back burner. But now I'm like, I don't understand why I'm not fucking doing these things. So, like I said, I made fucking bread yesterday for the first time out of my family heirloom polyteine cast iron. <laughs> oh, yes. Family heirloom circa 2012. <laughs> <laughs> I am so happy that you're feeling better because 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, as well as anyone who's listened to at least one episode of this podcast, I'm a big fucking proponent for Prozac if you need it. All right, because that's that's what works for me. I'm actually, I've been on it so long and on such a high dose that I think I actually need to come down because I highly doubt that I need this to be on this high of a dose for this long um also because I think maybe that's why I've gotten a little fluffy it could be that it could be my eating habits but I digress um also well actually before um I was telling Zach like I I feel like my anxiety is manageable now um and so when we were leaving St. Augustine you know that our last night I had a huge fucking anxiety attack like it was it was it was really intense and yeah, and uh, you would you would offered me a uh, a Prozac or uh, whatever no, it was. I offered you, offered you a Xanax because one Prozac would have been shit. Yeah, yeah, that thing. Anyways, and I didn't take it because I was like, no, I don't need it. But I realize now, like, like I didn't think it was that. I didn't realize how anxious I was. Like I did, but I didn't. I didn't realize like how much it was affecting me until I'm here. You know, like. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm here for it. Here for oh, it. Yeah, man. You're baking bread Anyways. and shit. Life is good. Yeah. yeah it's interesting good. to see, like, because there's, like, different trains of thought. And I'm no mental health expert. I only know what I know from my own anecdotal experience yeah. with yeah, yeah, my yeah. fucking mental illness. But um, from what I understand, OCD, a lot of people have to be medicated for life. Because it's, like, mm-hmm. it doesn't really ever go away. It changes. Yeah. It gets manageable medication's like the best thing for it that's great cool so I'll probably be on something my entire life but I would like to come down a little bit but they say a lot of people only need them for like a short period of time especially if it's triggered by like a traumatic event or like birth pregnancy like huge hormonal changes whatever and like it's just to get your serotonin levels back to normal so that then you can wean yourself off of it so you may not even have to be on it that long but like if you do at least you know it works for you yep yeah yeah so Life hack number seven. Oh, Are we wow. There? I don't know. I don't know. I just was. Oh, wow. Apparently, um, here we go. Hold on. That was not a very good one. I got to think. Of another. Oh, there's hangover cures. Do you want some hangover cures, Rachel? I feel like that's relevant to your interest today. <laughs> <laughs> you probably I feel know attacked. all of these, though. No, no, no. It's not from a place <laughs> of judgment. You nope, are no, my we, favorite uh, human. Um, apparently, yeah, putting no. honey on crackers helps. Because the fructose I, flushes alcohol out of your system. No, really, I yeah. don't have any honey. I don't like the way honey tastes. Really? Yeah, which That's is weird because we just had a conversation that I actually prefer the taste of artificial sweetener, like diet soda. It's it's like I don't know. I don't know, man. It's awful. That's weird. I fucking love honey. So here's 10 ways to cure a hangover. Number one, honey on crackers. Number two, believe it or not, soaking your feet in hot water will help your head feel better. Number three, drink sports drinks. Obviously. Be right back. I'm going to go. I'm going to go put my feet in hot water. You want to (laughs) like pod pod from the tub? Tub pod. (laughs) We should do that one time. Like, you know, obviously without video, we'll just like call each other, but like record it and we'll just be like top, like top tub pod, tub pod. It's not the worst idea I've had. It's not. No, it's truly not. It's not the best either. Um, some of, yeah, no, it's definitely not the best. It's like top, top, top 12, maybe. Um, this one you already know. Eat a big greasy meal before you start drinking. Grease lines your stomach, blah, blah, blah. All right. Drink one glass of water for every alcoholic drink, blah, blah, blah. Eat some toast. We fucking know this. Give me some hacks, bruh. 
Uh, lighter beer will give you less of a hangover than dark beer. Go exercise. Oh, fuck that. Although it yeah, may not be definitely. fun at first, it will re- it reduce, or sorry, it will elevate your mood by in- releasing endorphins. <laughs> what the fuck? <sighs> Duke, no one cares. Drink water with Alka-Seltzer. Shh. Hush. That's enough. And then last one. Oh my God, these aren't even good. Drink Pedialyte. No. Oh, you don't say. Drink some Pedialyte. The thing that people always drink when they're fucking hangover. Oh. You know, I... I Go on. If you feel like you're going to vomit from drinking too much, quickly eat some vanilla ice cream. It won't stop the vomiting, but it will stop the burning sensation. That is smart. I've heard people drink milk for that reason, too. Yeah. Huh. I'm telling you I so mean, many things. You are. I'm, I like it. Um, so I don't know if you watch the news or if you read the news. The what? I said if you read the news <laughs> what or if you heard the news, news today. The news. Northeast, west, and south. What, what? That's what I guess it used to stand for. Really? Yeah, I don't North, know if that's east, true. East, south, and west? That's kind of a weird way to... Northeast, west, and south. News. Did I say south and west? So I said news. You did. Awesome. Yeah, Fucking that's exactly awesome. what you said. I'm killing it. Let's rename it. Great. Um, but uh, yeah, we... Uh, so... In... They're starting a formal impeachment inquiry, and I'm fucking pumped. Yeah. I just, okay. So he, I read the transcripts of the the call to Ukraine, and I was, it sounded like a bunch of mob bosses. Like, the Ooh. Ukrainian president was like, we took, uh, I won the election because I took some tips from you, and we want to drain the swamp here in Ukraine. Are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, and what bothers me is because he did, he did ask the Ukrainian president to look into this whole Biden thing. Um, But he did it in a way where he thinks he, so he released the transcripts and, um, you know, there's this whole whistleblower thing going on. What is killing me is that he thinks that he didn't do anything wrong. (laughs) <laughs> so he re- released the transcripts. Now you can take it either either way. Um, there was not super damn damning evidence in there. But my thing is that he doesn't want to release his fucking tax returns, even though he said he didn't do anything wrong. But he releases his transcript where he sounds like a fucking mob boss asking someone to put a hit out, and he thinks that he didn't do anything wrong. So what is on those fucking tax transcript or the tax? <laughs> Show us the tax returns. <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, I'm interested that's to how. see how this plays out. Honest to God, I am. I hear like I I listen to a lot of other podcasts where people are like, he ain't going anywhere, and these are people who don't even like him. They're just like, he ain't, he ain't going anywhere, and I'm just like, that's a scary thought. I mean, I like I said, I don't. I'm I'm a pretty moderate human being. I'm not anti-Republican. I'm not anti-liberal. Yeah. I just I definitely don't like Trump. Uh, not a fan. Um, I. I just I think that we're just so politically divided. Like it's just extreme one way or another. Like you can't Yeah, you, you know can't what have I a mean? conversation anymore. Yeah. And so uh I just and another scary thought is if he does get impeached, then P- Pence is going to be our president. And right. he's I think 10 times more terrifying than Donald Trump is. But then again, 
I think that Donald Trump is is pushing us in a direction that we don't want to, you know, we're emboldening other leaders to act like him by being like, this is totally okay. Yeah. And I don't know. Good. It's fine. It's all on fire. We're draining the swamp. It, I don't know. It's just, I will it's fucking- say, I mean, I'm not, I'm not against the whole impeachment thing, like go for it. But I do think that in terms of the election, maybe, focusing some of the and I'm not saying he shouldn't be impeached like whatever go for it I think we need to find some middle ground so that we can find a candidate that enough people are going to vote for to get him out of there and I don't Mm -hmm. know I don't know I mean I I like Pete Buttigieg he's cool as fuck but that's I highly doubt he's going to get anywhere in this because you know we all know how it actually works it's going to be you know yeah the, the front runners that's fine whatever so I, I, I hope that, that Buttigieg, if I said that right, yeah, it's uh, edge, gets, edge. gets boot edge edge gets the nomination because A, he served in the military. Yep. B, he speaks a ton of different languages. C, he's genuinely, genuinely cares about the people yeah. like everyone. And I mean, he just is level headed and calm. And that's what we need. We need someone who's calm under pressure and not someone who just fires out tweets anytime that they're upset about something. Yeah, that's not very presidential. All the things you just mentioned are why he will not win because he's too, I know he's too reasonable. I mean, let's get real. Like yep. people who like are like, I love Obama. I love Obama. I'm like, Obama was fucking skeezy as fuck too. Like he did all kinds of shady shit on the low too. All of them yep. do. It's all bullshit. It's money talks. They're all backed mm-hmm. by businesses Indeed. and money and the one percent and all this bullshit. And so, like, it's almost like Deep fucking pockets. Yeah. So it's like obviously like a reasonable fucking human being like Buttigieg is never going to get elected. Like, let's just get. And it sucks because my sister is like a huge supporter. Like, she goes to like his fucking like he like she like buys his t-shirts and shit. <laughs> That's the only thing she posts on Facebook is like re- reposting things from Buttigieg. And I'm like. I love it. I love that she cares about politics. <coughs> like, you know, I think it's great when somebody who like otherwise really doesn't like get interested finds a candidate they like, mm-hmm. like the sad part that she's real. I mean, everyone will realize is that at the end of the day, it's like it's it's all going to be run by money and mm-hmm. good, reasonable people who speak to the great majority of the human population in America is never going to mm-hmm. make it because it's all about dividing yeah. and keeping populations angry at each other it's all about lies and media spreading false information and oh so much fucking false information it drives me nuts the clinton's offing people there's fucking creepy sex scandals you went there oh yeah well and so that's so i mean i don't really know that much about it because they're not reporting on it but this whole epstein thing um the the lid got blown off of it and now it's just by the wayside yeah so uh i think that probably a lot of it has to do with like you said deep deep pockets big 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 people involved um so yeah anyways yeah it's just it, it it be what it be yo and it just sucks i think people and i'm i'm not and i'm not a super well educated on any of this like at one point in my life i i was studying political science and like wanted to go into like law or government work mm-hmm. of some sort. i really like gave a shit the further away from it i get like in terms of yeah i just i think local elections are where it's at presidents mm-hmm. 
you know, it's not going to change your communities the way that yeah. local elections. And nobody gives a fuck about local elections, which is why nothing yeah. ever gets better. Yeah. Because it's not I the like president. Your... It's not the president controlling yeah. the shit. It's, it's the fucking local elections that no one gives a shit about. No one votes for. And I, I'm putting myself in that category. Like, I rarely vote in local elections, and I know better. But yet, here I am. Here the fuck I am. It's complaining. We're just complaining. It's fine. It's fine. It's all fine. Anyways. Complaining is next. so much fun. You want another life hack? It is. Sure. Okay. Here we go. Bloop, bloop. Bloop. Hold on. Give me a second. I'm looking for something interesting for you, Rach. Thank you. Mm. Love interesting things. Got you, boo. Also, oh, actually, before we get to life hacks, did you ever, were you a Backstreet Boy fan? Uh, so I actually wasn't a boy band fan. I love the Spice Girls. Oh, but yeah. as far as boy bands go, I didn't really care either way. Uh, I was... So I'm from Washington, like yeah, that makes sense. Well, I mean, you know grunge, who Carter is, smashing, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know who Aaron Carter is, right? His little brother, yeah, who did mm-hmm. like the songs. I'm trying to remember what song. Didn't he do the "I Want Candy" like remake? He, I think on- so. And also, didn't he date Hillary Duff for a while? I was about to say, wasn't he on Lizzie McGuire as himself? He was. Yes, yes, he was. So, I watched. That- I love Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> <laughs> I miss Lizzie McGuire. It was- quality television i need to find it actually so the girls can watch it i'm sure it's somewhere well streaming. it's going to be on the disney streaming platform yes i mean All i don't even need to it. ask i know you're getting it oh yeah it's only five dollars a month how Wait, am i not going to get it that's yeah. it yeah and they're still going to make so much nfing money like the amount oh, of yeah. netflix the amount of money netflix loses every month is what disney's going to be making and they're yep. not even gonna have to make anything original it's just gonna be stuff that they've already aired elsewhere but anyway i digress yep. um i guess nick carter filed a restraining order against his brother aaron carter after he claims aaron threatened to kill his pregnant wife and unborn child so apparently this shit hit the fan. And I really don't give a shit about these people. Like, no offense. Like, I wish them well. I just, I, I don't, like, take a lot of stock in what's going on with the Carter family. That's cool. That's cool. Yep. I'm not 14 anymore. I really did care, though, when I was in middle school. I thought Aaron was a cutie. Um, I guess he came out at, on, like, hold on. I read this article and now I'm being a dick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was fawning over Good Charlotte and some 41 during nice. this, this time. So, okay. So I guess I guess he he tested positive for opiates, benzodiazepines, uh, which led to he like got tested. I think live on that show, The Doctors, or something like that. He found out the results of his drug test on an episode of The Doctors, and like so obviously people are like, "Why are you on opiates and benzodiazepines?" and admits to a huffing addiction, and. He has been diagnosed with multiple personality disorders, schizophrenia, and acute anxiety. Like, I guess the whole reason this story was interesting to me, um, I mean, not that it's not interesting. It's very sad, but it's like, dude, can you imagine having all those things and then also being in the public eye? Yo, like what? No, thank you. I guess Amanda Bynes just recently made a comeback or something. Wait, what? Really? Yeah, she, I don't, I don't know. I just saw that she, like, I don't know. I don't really pay attention to this stuff. 
Yo, that's that's where I come Shmita, in. I Shmita. come in with the, the, the petty stuff. You got all that impeachment knowledge. I'm coming in here with the celeb goss. I got you, boo-boo. I got you. Actually, I don't know anything about Amanda Bynes coming back, but I will say that when I'm feeling nostalgic for my youth, I'll watch uh, What a Girl Wants because it takes place in England in like 2005 when it was made, which is around the same period now, of time that I lived in England. And it's like, for some reason, sends me into fucking nostalgia overload. And then I get sad because I'm like, oh, my God, where did the years go? I'm so old now. I miss my dad. Anyway, I'll stop getting sad. Go on. What were you going to say? Well, I was just going to say that uh, now that you watch it as an adult, do you find Colin Firth sexy? No. I, no. Th- no. Is that, that's Colin Firth, right? Yes, no. that is Colin Firth. What? And no, you're not alone in thinking that Colin Firth is sexy. I mean, like all of the like 2000 movies, he like the two, the movies in the 2000s that he was a part of, like he was like the hot one. I remember my mom thinking he was hot. I remember all the moms thinking he was hot. And now that I'm one of the moms, I still don't think he's very hot, even back then. He's a, he's a little bit of a fox, an older gentleman fox. What about Hugh Grant? Hugh Grant, this is going to sound awful because I haven't aged well, I don't think, but he didn't age well. No, he did him. He's from recently. You know who, uh, <clears throat> what really upset me is Harry Connick Jr. He had some plastic surgery done um, back in the same uh same time frame and then he did uh uh what's that movie with the letters and gerard butler and hillary swank p.s i love you and he was in that and he looked like a goofy motherfucker because they looked like they botched his plastic surgery oh that's a bummer it's uh when men start getting plastic surgery and like people can do whatever they want and they should do what makes them happy but like when when you can tell a man has had fillers like it starts to really um, I don't think it's very attractive. They start to look, they start to look more feminine, which is fine. I mean, there's nothing wrong with having a more feminine face as a man. It's just personally, I don't find it as attractive. Um, and like on the other side of that, Matt's getting older and like, I want to take him in for like a full on facial because I'm looking at his skin and I'm like, honey bunny, you're getting all them wrinkles and that's fine. Wrinkles are fine, but like, let's go get a hydra facial. Just, it don't take years off your face. Even though he's still hot. I need that. Hashtag still I need hot. that. I need that. I need, yeah. I need, uh, I, I need to be planed. I just, you have such nice skin. Thank you. Like, but I it, can't, I mean, everybody's skin could be even better than it is, but shit, I don't look at you and be like, she needs dermaplaning. Mm, but it is pretty satisfying tell, to watch the videos. Tell that to my mustache and my beard. <sighs> Ask me about my mustache. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think of other guys from like the 90s and 2000s that were considered hot and whether or not as an adult, I still find them hot because, you know, for the most part in the 2000s, I was not much of an adult. Um Scott Barristow. Who's that? He was older. He was in that Wild America movie. I don't know. I Is this going to be one of those things where I look at you funny when I see what he looks like? Probably. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I mean, no, not for me. But I, I know who you're talking about now. And yeah, he's not yeah. ugly. No, I'm 
looks like he's not doing anything now. I'm on IMDb. I love the IMDb app. I look at everything. I actually, so we're watching Sons of Anarchy, and I know Zach won't listen to this podcast, but I just looked up the fate of my favorite character because he's he's doing some shit. Well, we and know I was just that like, you love spoilers. I know. Why am I like this? I like. I just. I just can't. I don't think that there's anything wrong with wanting to know how certain things end, especially. And now this is where you and I differ. I'm good with spoilers on like really awful scenario movies. Like movies were like, like a horror movie, for example. Like no horror movies are a little different because part of the scare is not knowing what's happening. But like, like a really sad movie sometimes, like if it's like really intense emotionally and I'm like, I can't, I don't even know if I can finish this movie. Sometimes I'll look up the ending just so that I can like mentally prepare. And then somehow I can get through the movie because I'm reminded that it's just a movie because I can get really into movies. But I don't know if that's the same thing as what you experience. I I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Um, Colin Firth. No, not hot. Um, Hugh Grant. Not hot. Hmm. Hmm. So Lennon uh, is, I'm sure you saw the picture I posted on Facebook. The kids are uh, putting shit in the sink now because they're helping me pick up. Um, And so last night they were just putting everything in the sink. Um, but so Lennon, um, anytime I go to change your diaper, I say, all right, let's change your butts. So Lennon thinks that diapers are called butts. Uh, so <laughs> she came into the bathroom with me and then she opened up the, opened up the sink and looked at the pipe and she goes, butts. And I was like, no, that's a pipe. And then she turns around and looks at it and goes, hmm, hmm, butts, hmm, Butts? Butts? <laughs> it's <laughs> these these kids, man. I don't even know what's going on. I don't know what's happening They're right now. Cutie-cuties. And so, um, they are. And so, uh, she has started saying thank you. And now, oh. so before when she was doing something she wouldn't, she wasn't supposed to be doing, she'd be like, "Oh, look! Like, look at what I'm helping you with." Even though she's doing something she's not supposed to. So last night, she grabbed a soda can off the table, and I grabbed it from her, and she goes, "Tink to you," oh. and I'm like. You're thanking me because I took something away from you. But just, I think that's her way of being like, I'm doing something I'm not supposed to be doing, but it's cute. So I'll just say thank you. Yeah. Thanks for not getting mad, Ma. I don't know. It's, it's still cute. Yeah. It's so cute when they're learning how to talk. And it's it like, is. Thank you. Uh, Rose or Betty used to it's say. It's super fucking cute. Uh, Zero. When she wanted cereal, she'd be like, Zero. And I'd be like, Zero. Ugh. Doesn't make me want any more kids, though. That's for fucking sure. I wax and, and win, and. man. We've been having the third baby talk because for some reason we waited until we were back at a command where he'll be deploying all the time to be like, hey, maybe we should have another baby. I'm leaning towards waiting a while to even make that decision because um, I'm going back to school to get my esthetician license and... um. So it's going to be like that eight. That's going to be so good. I think so too. Like both my kids are in school now. I have the time to do this finally. And, um, you know, but then at the same time, you know, we're like, mm, it'd be cool if we had a boy, but what if we have a third girl? Anyway, I, I go back and forth. It's normally like the week before my period comes because you know, like how your hormones, <laughs> you yeah. know, like your hormones dictate your emotions to the point where it's like when you're ovulating, you're like, I want to fuck. And then when you're on your period, you're like, everyone leave me alone. But like that week before your period is when like you Mm -hmm. would usually be, if you were, if you were trying to conceive that week before your period is when you would be 
getting ready to take a test. And for some reason it was, it, it all started for me after the ectopic pregnancy, like mm-hmm. that week before I have a period, I'm always like, what if my period doesn't come? What if I'm pregnant? And um, the, the likelihood is very, very low, but it's still like that. What if, and then once my period comes and goes and I ovulate, it goes away again and I don't want any more kids. So like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know who I am. I'm stuck in this body that doesn't know what it wants. Does it want more children? Probably not. Does it though? Maybe. I don't. <laughs> you don't like, today. I look at I, I look at the kids and I'm like, this is such a cute age. Um, but it's also, I'm tired. Like it's to the point where I'm not even picking up my house anymore while they're awake because they just undo everything. And like, they just want to play with stuff. So I just give them boxes. Like yesterday I rearranged the pantry and combined some stuff and had some boxes. So I just gave them to them and they're in the living room right now. Oh yeah. Kids are, kids are great like that. Like you will spend hundreds of dollars on a gift for them and they will play with the box that it came in. They're like cats. Yeah. I try, I try not to, uh, I don't know. Like, um, I don't know. I've just been giving them stuff, bringing them stuff to play with. Like, cause like you said, they're like cats. It's fine. It's fine. It's all fine. Um, what else was on the docket you wanted to talk about? There was, you said there was something. There was, there was Mm, a thing or something. So there's a show. Uh, it's a British TV show. Um, it's on channel four in the UK, which obviously we don't get over here. And you and I found that you can't even watch it online. Now, if someone knows how I can watch this, please let me know. So they've got this show on like network television in the UK because their censorship guidelines are very, very different from ours. They're way less um, uppity about sex. Um, they have this show called Here for that. Yeah, what? right. Yeah. <laughs> they, they have this show called Naked Attraction. And like if anyone's listening from the UK, because I, I, I do know people over there, obviously, from growing up and I think some of them listen if not I'll just shut the fuck up anyway there's a show called Naked Attraction where like I believe the contestants literally just get naked in front of each other before they ever go on a date and I can't find where to watch this show but the whole reason I found out about it was they were talking about um, a particular contestant who came on who's HIV positive and like how they're raising awareness about how being HIV positive doesn't mean that you can't like have relationships and have sex and everything but like I said my stupid brain was like there's a dating show where people get naked and how do I watch this because that's so wild to me to me that would ruin it that would just ruin it like would you Uh, (sighs) I uh yeah I am just thinking about my naked body right now (laughs) it's different we're married we already trapped a man we're good Uh, that is true we're good um yeah I don't know uh because mystery I'm just trying to yeah I mean there's no more mystery after that like you know what that person looks like but 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 then you'll find out that maybe they have a micro penis and then you just go ahead and chuck that in the bucket bucket unless you have a what's it called a blind vagina in which your vag- vaginal canal does not connect to your uterus and it ends a couple of inches into your body and it's very painful to have sex with anything but a micro penis. But there are ways to dilate the vagina. I read about this and I heard it was referred to as basically a female micro penis. Like, yeah. I sent you an article about that, this and I was like, dude, this is a thing that happens to people. 
did you send it to me? I sent I it to recall. our group chat. Okay. Well, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And you can still uh, get pregnant. I don't know how they do it, but like basically a blind vagina is like a vagina that doesn't go anywhere and they tend to be very, very shallow. Like not a little shallow, but like there's no sex happening. It's going to hurt, but you can dilate it, you know, obviously over time. Yeah. With physical therapy. Um, I have, I've read some, I've read some articles about that actually. Uh, I started watching the righteous gemstones and, uh, on becoming a God in central Florida, Holy shit. Uh, highly recommend both of these shows. Um, the righteous gemstones has Adam Devine. Is it Devine or divine? I don't know. I think it's Devine. Um, uh, John Goodman and, uh, God, why can't I think of his name right now? Uh, it is Danny McBride. Danny McBride. Uh, it's created. Yes. It's fucking hysterical. Uh, and then, so on becoming a God in, in central Florida, um, it's kind of like drop dead gorgeous. It, it very and, and Kirsten Dunst is in it, and it's just oh my god, I can't even say enough about these two wait, shows. Wait, wait, wait. Like, exactly. Isn't, like, isn't there a Skarsgård in this show? So like, you really don't have to sell me anymore. Like, I'll watch it. It's fine. Uh, there is. It's he's he's in the first episode without uh, saying too many things. He plays the husband of Kirsten Dunst, and he looks fucking not. I don't want to say hideous, but I didn't realize it was possible to not be attracted to him. Okay, I think I saw. I didn't. I think I saw something on Instagram, like a preview of this show, and he's like, it's "So good, it's so good." I I want to cancel Showtime, but at the same time, I have to I have to finish watching that because it's 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 great. I really like it. Um, I it seems like more and more people are going towards streaming platforms and not cable, which is all well and good, but. You look at how much like HBO is fifteen dollars a month, Showtime's fifteen or ten or something like that, and then so you add that on top of your cable bill, and there's nothing on the on the just regular channels. Like there's never yes, I don't know, and so um, yeah, it just that fucking it just sucks, and uh, I saw that. I think NBC is pulling Seinfeld and they're going to put it, they're going to start their own streaming platform. Mm. Um, taking friends off of Netflix. Cause whoever AB they're starting, it's, it's just, it's mind boggling to me and you have to have a subscription for it unless you have cable. Yeah. I mean, this um, is the direction things are going and like most people, I yeah. mean, it, 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 we don't have cable. So like I would rather spend a hundred dollars a month subscribing to several different streaming platforms yeah. where I can watch whatever I want, whenever I want without commercials yeah. than paying for cable. That's just me personally. So like some people are like, Oh, well when you add it up, I'm like, yeah, but if you don't have cable, it's fine. But if yeah. you have cable, I could see why you wouldn't want to keep adding the streaming services. But I mean, that's, that's the way the world like t- television's dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, we actually, the only reason we have cable is because they offered us two years of NFL Sunday ticket. And so yeah. we're getting to watch all of our games. Um, I'm becoming much more of a football fan now that I'm back in the States. Uh, and especially since we're on the same coast as my beloved Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> so kind of like, a yeah. Seahawks, sort of? right. mm-hmm. uh, I taught my kids how to do that. Hell yes. You're such a good mom. I know. I really am sometimes. Such a good mom. I, um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm dying. No, 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 no. You're good. You're good. I haven't really been watching anything. Oh, we did watch The Good Place. 
Um, and per usual, Ooh. I lost interest towards the last few episodes of the most recent season that's on Netflix. And now that I know there's only one more season coming, I've completely like I finished Lucifer, which desire to finish it. Yeah. I like what does that say yeah. about me as a human being like commitment wise? Like obviously I'm able to commit to people. I'm very like I've committed to my husband for almost a decade and like obviously I've committed to like raising these children and like all these and like made plenty commit. You're committed to me. I am so committed we're, to you. I'm committed. committed to the pod. You know what? You and the pod mm-hmm. are part of me now. But like low key whenever oh, I know a show is oh. about to end I'm kind of like nah gonna leave before I get hurt. Yeah, um, I feel that. Yeah, I feel that on a, on a personal level. I didn't finish Community. I could not get into oh. Community, and I tried. I'm gonna have to try again because I know that's like that's like a that's a that's a classic. Like it's it's it, yeah, it is. It was good. Uh, I really liked Chevy Chase, and after he, um, him and uh, Donald Glover, yeah, Glover? Childish Gambino. Um, yeah, once they once they were out, I just kind of was like, well, those, those two, I don't know. Like I don't Steve know. Steve Carell left the office and people were like, it should have just ended. Yeah. That said, I actually liked the last, you know, bit of the office without Steve Carell. Yeah, like it, it was it. different, but it was still funny. But then again, it's um, different watching it as reruns. Either. I don't, I didn't watch it as it was happening. So that might be why it's different for me. Yeah. <sighs> I feel like I, I have a gemstone in my throat or something like a sharp ruby Ooh, does that make sense yes like yeah but like how do you know it's a ruby you don't know it's in your throat mm, it's probably just post nasal drip probably yeah probably Speaking probably of, not a gemstone <laughs> was it a righteous gemstone i need to watch this show i've heard so many good things <laughs> it's so good so good yes um, highly recommend I'm trying to think, oh, also, like, if I, like, just drop dead in the next, like, six months, I want you to know that it was probably because I kicked this mushroom on a walk and it exploded into black powder. And, like, I'm pretty sure I have cancer. I've seen those. Yeah. What are those? Um, Cancer again, I should say. I I've already survived cancer once. Let's just fucking do it again. Here we go. Whoop. Let's <laughs> fucking do it again. Just kidding. I don't have uh, cancer. Thank God. Yeah. Cause that would be, that would be bad. I have a garden started and are you growing mushrooms I, that explode into black dust? No, cause I don't think those are edible. Plus mushrooms are trash. Yeah. Garbage. Nothing fucking but garbage. Disgusting. Nothing but fucking garbage. I'm just kidding. Just I like garbage. I hate them. You don't They're like portobellos? I don't like mushrooms. Cremini? None. Whack. Zip. Zero, nada. I have tomatoes and peppers, and I just started some squash, but I don't remember if it's butternut because I I saved the seeds, um. So I don't know if it's butternut or spaghetti squash. So I started that too. Those those just germinated and popped up, um, yesterday actually. So that was really exciting. And then I planted all my tomatoes, and I just feel so Susie homemakery. I love it. Happy for you. I'm so happy for you. I need to. Figure out how to put up an invisible fence and keep my dogs in my yard because we don't have a fence and I don't think we're going to build one because this neighborhood prefers no fences. But uh, when I get the motivation to do that, I'll be right there with you. It's fucking expensive just for the record. It's so expensive. And and I've noticed in our neighborhood because we do have an HOA 
and this mm-hmm. neighborhood this neighborhood like prides itself on like keeping a lot of the nature intact which is one of the things that we really liked about it because you know a lot of subdivisions they come in and they fucking clear cut yeah. acreage they didn't do that here they actually leave trees on all the lots and it's, it's mm-hmm. really pretty it's just a nice neighborhood all right um I don't know how they let us in also I don't want to they don't know your background with chickens yeah no I can't sneak chickens into this neighborhood that's that's not gonna happen probably could if they were indoor chickens see but that would be a nightmare would it though have you tried it yet um no I mean my mom had a house chicken for a few days while she was letting it heal from an injury and she would take like one of those surgical masks and like wrap it around its butt and then I was going to ask hitch that. it on the wings and she would sit in front of the fireplace with the cats and the dogs and just like look at the fire and think about chicken stuff. But I, I don't think it's something you want to do long term because who the fuck wants to change a chicken's diaper every goddamn day? Not me. Not me. I don't want to. I don't even like changing regular diapers. I'm trying to do the potty training thing, but it's not going very yeah, well. Still oh, really actually. Little. Last night, uh, we were changing Baxley before bed, and I had already changed Lennon, and Zach was changing Baxley. And so Lennon handed Zach the diaper and said, butts. And then... Um, oh, my God. She Zach, said butts? Oh, it, it's, it gets better. It gets better. <laughs> so then she uh, Zach pulls Baxley's pants down, and Lennon goes and unlatches one side of it, and Zach unlatches the other side. Lennon grabs the diaper rush cream because we're having diaper rush issues. My kids have a, a very high-fiber diet. Uh, so we change a lot of poopy diapers every day. Um, and so anyways, she Baxley didn't take the diaper rash cream from her. So she threw it at him and then she sat back down next to Zach and Zach was wiping Baxley down. And then Lennon just reached over and poked Baxley's ball sack. And I was like, we don't touch our brother's penis or balls. Yeah, that's a hard no. <laughs> hard no. But it was just, she just reached over and was like, Yep, nope, can't do that, <laughs> Lennon. Can't do that. No, we cannot. It's so much fun teaching children to be like decent human beings. Is it? Yeah, well, I mean, it's not really so much like it's fun, but it's very, uh, it's interesting. You say things you never thought you would say, like, don't touch your brother's ball sack. Yeah, don't punch, yeah definitely. Don't punch I... your sister's butt. Like, all these things that I've had to say to my kids. Like, stop pulling your shirt up in Applebee's. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of times as a parent where you have to like tell them we don't do that. Why not, mom? We just don't do that. We just don't do that. But I mean, at least you're talking to your kids about their bodies and stuff because a lot of parents oh, yeah. don't. And then yeah. the kids just like don't even know what their body parts are called. And, you know, yeah, we all my know mom what gets on me. She there. doesn't like that. I call it a penis and a vagina. And um, I'm just like, nope, sorry, we're not going to be shaming. Uh we're not shaming. No, here. you got to teach so. them the proper terminology. It keeps them safe. Yeah. And that's exactly uh, my biggest thing. You know, uh, there is so much bad shit out there that I want them to be as safe as possible. And uh, that is, uh, I think that that's important. Um, the best thing to I do, do call is it a- to just pretend that nothing bad ever happens and don't think about it and never let your kids go outside. I'm and just rear kidding. Until they're 17. Yeah. yeah. No, you, you have to let them go outside. They need vitamin D. They need sunshine. They need yep. to swallow. What is it like a cup of dirt every year for their immune system? I don't remember. It's like there's a measurement in there somewhere. But like, yeah, no, when you start sitting down I've, thinking about all the horrible things that can happen to your children, it's it's kind of like, yeah. nope, don't like that. 
Um, I think we've reached our dirt quota for like the next five years. Look at you. You're such a procrastinator. Yeah. Uh, so that's a thing that we do on a regular basis. I'm not even like a germaphobe, but pr- public bathrooms always kind of yeah. trigger. Yeah, public bathrooms are pretty. Yeah. I actually thought about you the other day when I put my bacon in the fridge and then I put something on top of my bacon. <gasps> what? Why would you and do thought, that? Yeah. Uh, I thought of you and I was going to take a picture and send it to you, but I didn't because I was doing because I had to, I have to hide my phone during the day. Oh, because Lynn and Ophelia wants to steal it. Yeah. Takes pictures, FaceTimes people. It's fine. It's fine. It's all fine. She's busy, bro. Yeah, no. Um, if you put meat in your fridge without putting something under it to catch the possible spillage or wrapping it in something, I can't understand you. And I think you might be a monster. Um, if I could, meat would never come into my house raw. But I have to cook it at some point. So it comes in here raw. But I don't like it. And sometimes I consider being a vegetarian because of how much I don't like it. Speaking of which, I'm, I am having a little bit of like a moral ethical conundrum and I need your help. So well, I'm listening. Okay. I, I eat meat. Um, I've, I've yeah. thought about uh, we've cut back a lot. Like we don't eat like a ton of meat. Yeah. Um, but we, we eat meat in this house. Um, I think that when animals are raised you know, to like get to live a little bit of their life and like a nice, you know, like a nice feel with some grass and have mm-hmm. some babies and, you know, have a family, whatever, then, you know, I don't feel particularly bad about, you know, eth- eth- like humanely slaughtering them. Make it quick, get it done. You know, let's eat the meat, mm-hmm. you, know, let's, you know, protein, whatever. They're having a bacon festival down here. And at first I was like, a bacon festival? And then I started thinking about it. I was like, I am literally celebrating pig genocide. Do you know how many, like, do you see what I mean? Like, all of a sudden, it didn't sound fun anymore. Because I was like, we're literally just celebrating eating a bunch of dead pigs. And, like, it's weird because, like, I'm not going to say no to bacon if, like, you offer me a sandwich with bacon on it. But, like, for some reason, like, a bacon festival, I was like, oh, dude, that's that made it really real how many pigs we going to be murdering. Uh, You know how I feel about the food industry. Um, I went. And I got some chicken and it said it was vegetarian fed and it made me irate because chickens are not fucking vegetarian. No, they sure as fuck are not. They are dinosaurs. They are fucking dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah. They love meat. And so it just really, um, I'm hoping now that we're, you know, here we can, (sighs) I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's such a hard thing because we talked about, and when we were in St. Augustine, there was that PETA demon or the anonymous group demonstration. Oh, that I remember we saw. that. That was, that was frustrating. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it sent me into a tailspin because it's not, unfortunately, uh, not everybody can afford to eat healthy vegetarian meals and stuff like that. You know, we're, I feel like we're very fortunate that we are, we are where we are. And I think, okay, I'm going to. Do we have do we have time Go for my tangent? Ham. Go ham. You have okay. twenty minutes. So, is that when you have to leave to go pick up the kids? I have to leave in twenty minutes. Yes. Okay. Well, it's not going to take that long. But so, um, the cost of living has gone up. Minimum wage has not gone up. So more people are having to work longer hours uh, to make money. And even then, you know, it's, there's not a whole lot left over. So that's where the whole like prepackaged convenience meals. Uh, because everybody's working, it's easier to get something like that. And then uh, it's oh, – I forgot where I was going with that. Uh, it's it, You don't have as much time to cook. 
Like you, you don't have as much time. And, um, and so you buy these prepackaged meals and stuff like that. And, and unfortunately, you know, I, I realize that those animals aren't raised humanely and, but it's not fair because not everybody can afford to eat the grass fed, you know what I mean? Like that stuff is more expensive. Organic is more expensive and not everybody can afford that. And it's just, I don't think it's very inclusive to, I don't know. No, I don't know. I feel yeah. I I oh, I mean yeah. We, we you and I have talked about this a lot off off the pod about just like how it's just it's just, people are mm-hmm. set up to fail if you're in certain demographics, yep. socioeconomic demographics, where you have to work like you said two jobs just to pay for childcare, just to mm-hmm. put your kids uh, through. Put just to pay for your kids child care so that you can work just enough to pay the bills and who has to, I wonder I mean obviously we have a huge problem with just like you know the, the how much people are paid for the work that they yeah. do and all these things but I wonder if maybe I think we need like an overhaul of the school system where like maybe home ec needs to come back it absolutely does you know? and you know what we don't need the elitist secretary of uh education because she's a fucking idiot she doesn't know anything about public education oh yeah she's Um, a joke yeah and so uh start there and then you give teachers raises and bring home ec back yeah I think the home ec is a big thing because if, if we, and, and like, you know, like just more practical tasks, like if we spend more time teaching high schoolers um, and I'm not saying, and like Matt and I literally had this conversation the other day, like obviously there are certain career paths where you need to have a very in-depth understanding of physics and algebra mm-hmm. and calculus. And, and I'm not saying that we shouldn't be teaching things um, because we should, it's important that we all get a basic understanding of all these concepts, but most people uh, are not going to go on to be a, an engineer or a doctor yeah. or, you know, and so I think yeah, yeah. it would be interesting to see a change in, um, the, what's the word? Uh, just like the, like the skill set of a young American adults. If we brought back more practical, mm-hmm skills into you know teaching kids how to change a tire how to cook um a basic menu of like healthy foods using low-cost ingredients like basic whole food low-cost ingredients beans rice leans meats vegetables baking from scratch things that don't cost very much money if you know how to do them yeah and yeah uh well a lot of that so with the whole processed food thing. So like I made that bread yesterday. Um, it was super simple. I've never made bread before. Uh, it was a no need, uh, bread recipe, but I was talking to their, the way things are processed, they're, they're chemically made to be created faster. Um, a process to be created faster. So, uh, eating that versus eating a loaf of white bread from the grocery store, they're more shelf stable. Yes. So there's all this other added stuff in there, mm-hmm. you know, and it so really it doesn't go like, bad. Yeah. As fast. and so it just like, so we, we've been eating Ezekiel bread cause that's what the meal plan on the uh, workout diet thing that I'm not doing. <laughs> 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 says to do and you have to keep it in the freezer or the fridge because if you don't it goes bad in two two to three days because it's all sprouted 
And, um, yeah, I don't know. It just, it just gets me going. The food industry gets me going. And Zach actually recommended last night that I, uh, we were talking about school and, uh, he was like, well, why don't you go do like a trade school or something like that? I'm like, I don't want to go to a trade school. I want to become a nutritionist or like even a school nutritionist or something like that, because, uh, there's, there's a lack of knowledge and I think it, uh, hders it, it, it hinders everyone's health you know yeah i know it does so and, and that's, we that's just have that, an ill-prepared adult population in especially like early adulthood and that tends to be when people oh, yeah. are having kids you know trying to I, build wealth and it's like if you don't know how to make a like a, a good rotation of home-cooked meals you know you're gonna go for what's and like i get it like I get why it's easier. Like if you've been gone working all day and then you pick kids up from school Mm -hmm. and then you go to dance class and then you don't get home until blah, blah, blah. It is easier to swing through a drive-thru and get something. And um, it's actually not cheaper um, at all. It's not. (laughs) At Mm -hmm. all. So it's it's not necessarily cheaper, but it is easier. And yeah, no, I I think that we need to re-examine what curriculums in middle and high school look like because I think people are... Like we're just basically teaching people how to get into college, which a lot of people um, mm-hmm. need to go to college in order to obtain the skill set and the degree that they need to do a job that they want. That's fine. But not everybody needs to know how to do X, Y, and Z, but everyone needs to learn how to change a tire, pay their taxes, and cook rice and beans and a lot of people don't get that training and that's why we have grown-ass men who can't change a tire and grown-ass women who can't change a tire and and when I say grown-ass women I'm referring to myself because I can't okay also me tire I don't know how to change a tire I probably could if I really needed to I've seen it done I've never had to do it we can just blame Uh, our high schools and then whatever college you've already done I blame I blame all those people I, I I haven't done any college yet. I'm st- I'm going to start in January. You're going to so, school. Hopefully. I have Going not to school finished. like Billy Madison. Except there's no fucking. Back to school. Inheritance. No, there's no money. Just going it's to just school. money that you have to spend to go to school. Yeah. Fun stuff. Fucking money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Anyways. on that note, I'm going to go pick up my kids from their school. I hope they learned how to bake bread. I think they did not. <laughs> But then again, I don't really want my five-year-old or my eight-year-old operating an oven yet. Unsupervised. I should say supervised. We could do that. We could do that. We can make bread supervised. Teach them. Teach them the ways. (laughs) Anyways, uh, thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate you. And uh, until next week, my love. Mm, Bye. 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 (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.